0: Hey guys, welcome back to Yanoia podcast. Um, this is Roshni and Shri, and we're actually here with two guests, which is super exciting. Um, we're here with Rachel and Carolina from our Prime podcast.
1: Yes, thanks for having us. Hi. Hi girls, how are you doing? Good, how are you guys? Good, this is so exciting. We're so excited to be on your guys' podcast and be chatting with you. Yeah, thank you so
2: much for coming. We're so excited to have you.
0: Today we're going to talk about um, our college experiences and we're probably going to be asking you guys a lot of questions. Um, You know, I'm a rising senior, I guess technically a senior now and Shreya is almost a junior, which is super exciting. Um, Our college experiences are almost over, but yeah, we just want to gain some wisdom from you guys, if we can.
3: Oh, yeah, wow. of course. Our wisdom. Grad- <laughs> I know, our wisdom. We graduated college, for people who don't know, three years ago, so we have some experience and, I guess, wisdom from that.
1: Yeah. Right? Of course. <laughs> um, I don't know, Rachel, if you want to go first or if I should go first about, where I guess, where we went and when we graduated, maybe. Go for it, girl. Okay. Um, (laughs) So I went to University of Maryland in College Park, um, and I graduated in 2017. What did you major in? I majored in studio art. (laughs) I have a bachelor in arts, studio art specifically, and a double in Spanish.
2: Nice.
3: I I went to Randolph-Macon College in Virginia, and my major was arts management and I graduated in 2017. So yeah, a lot of fun.
2: <laughs> Where do you girls go again? We go to Pitt.
3: Pitt, right, okay.
2: Yeah. So for your colleges, were they like kind of like city-oriented or was it more of kind of just like, more of like a school that actually had a campus? Because I know for Pitt, it's kind of like a combination for us because it's a city, but also we have a relatively nice campus. But Um,
3: So Randolph-Macon is in a small town outside of Richmond, like about 20 minutes from Richmond. So it's definitely more college-based. It's also very small. It's a small liberal arts school. So like it's like on one street. It's really small, but it's really nice because you can travel like 20 minutes to Richmond and go to the city and hang out.
1: So Yeah. And for me, my case, uh, University of Maryland is in um, College Park, which is basically just the college itself, but we are really close to the city of, well, Washington, D.C., and we also have Baltimore and Annapolis, which is where Rachel and I are actually from. So, it's like location-wise, it's ideal because we can go anywhere within 20, 25 minutes from each other. So... I kind of relate to your experience at Pitt because we have, like, the city life very close to us in whichever direction you want to go.
2: That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, one of my cousins actually goes to UMD, so um, she tells me, like, she wasn't really, like, a big fan of going to a city school, so that's what she was telling me. I think, like, UMD is kind of, like, that perfect combination, and whenever she does want to go into the city, like, she usually just goes to D.C., so that's really nice to have.
1: Yeah, when when I turned twenty one, which I'm a I'm I'm young for our age, so you you know that Rachel well she's twenty five and I'm twenty four and my birthday's in November, so I'm like usually the last of our friend group to turn whichever age or next step we're going into. But the twenty one was really difficult for me because everyone wanted to go to DC, or if not, they went, and I was kind of hung hanging back. In College Park, but (laughs) the bars, we have a plenty. We As you know from your cousin, the bar life in College Park is is pretty lively, and we have some bars there as well.
0: That's actually exactly how I am. My birthday is in October, so I'm turning 21 the October of my senior year.
1: Yep. (laughs) Pretty late,
0: and it's the last one in the friend group.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's, it's rough, man. Like, I don't know, like. This wait is that
0: is con- so late
3: I'm just thinking about it because I turned 21 in May which was the end of junior year so I was 21 all of senior year
0: yeah wow okay
3: yeah <laughs> it's okay it's okay you'll be fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i turned 21
2: um actually it's like after first semester of senior year because my birthday is on summer 31st but like I'm a year younger so I've always been like the youngest in my grade which is really weird and I don't like it but like it sucks sometimes.
3: <laughs> yeah, you don't really notice those things until you go to college. <laughs> you know, like in high school, like nobody cared.
2: I know. I mean, in high school, it was also a little hard because like all my friends could drive before me, so I was oh, always one like, person. I was like, "Can I please have a ride? Can you like drop me off
1: here? Can you take me there?" But it's okay. I like gave them all rides after. June, so. <laughs> I was the same exact way. I had a friend who was almost, if not a year and six months older than me. And she got her license probably at some points, probably when I was 14, because she was 16. And so a year and a half, think about it. Like she probably turned 16 and I was still 14. And I was like, give me a ride, (laughs) hitching a ride. (laughs) That's crazy. But um. How big is Pitt, Um, comparatively? Like, is it really big? What do you know the size? I think it's like twenty-five thousand.
2: So we have like, I don't know. I want to say like four thousand-ish in every class, but like I genuinely don't know. But I think it's like when I looked it up online a couple of weeks ago, I'm pretty
1: sure it said twenty-five.
2: But don't quote me on that.
1: (laughs) I think it was the same way for Maryland. We had twenty-five thousand undergrad and about five thousand graduates mm-hmm. um, but I don't know how your experience is with it because I know Rachel went to a small school so she can talk about her experience with a small school but I always thought I was gonna end up at a small school so when I ended up at University of Maryland I was hesitant because it's big and you feel like you might drown but my experience was that I can't even have imagined going to a smaller school because I felt like Not that I knew everyone, but like it was just big enough for me to spread my wings and get my dabble in everything and in experiences that I wanted to do, while also having still like a community. There was not a day that I didn't run or walk by someone I knew. See, that's
3: what scared me about big schools. I didn't want to like walk on the sidewalk and be like, "Do you are you supposed to be here?" Like at our school, we had townies, and we were like, "Okay." this townie doesn't belong with our students. So like we knew, you know, safety thing. But I felt the same way about a small school. Like I was able, if I wanted to, to join anything I wanted and do anything I wanted because it was so small, but
0: yeah. I think for me, it's like, um, I think, yeah, kind of the same as Carolina. I really like having the bigger vibe, like just a lot of people around me. And I think more than that, I like cities. I've always loved cities. Growing up like 30 minutes away from DC has always been like something really cool. And I want to live in New York (laughs) at some point as most people do. Um, And Pittsburgh, like it's not really the big, it's not the biggest city, but it's like, it definitely is a city. So, living in a city in college is, has been a really great experience and has made me want to go to law school in a city. And, you know.
1: That's awesome. Well, wow, law school is what you want to do after you graduate?
0: Yeah, let's hope.
1: That's awesome. You no, know, she's so smart. She's
2: double majoring and double minoring. Like,
0: dumb <laughs> girl. It's not, it's not that cool. <laughs>
3: No, it's that school. Is
0: awesome. <laughs> no,
3: it's so funny. Carolina and I were talking about this the other day. We were like, school is actually really cool. Like you should take advantage of school.
1: Yeah, if, talk about like passing along wisdom. We talked about it kind of in our last episode about how if we could pass along some wisdom is that we would have studied harder or worked harder in school. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's cool to be it's cool to be
3: cool in school but like it's school is also cool to do because when you graduate like you have better things that come to you when you take school serious you've
1: prepared and worked hard enough to set yourself up for good for a good professional career whichever route you decide to take right yeah um it's, I worked hard, don't get me wrong, but I could have worked harder.
3: <laughs> we did do school. <laughs> we just could have done more, you know?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. So you guys both
2: said that you were like, you had like something to do with art like when you were studying. Um, Why did you guys like choose to like kind of be on the art side of things? Like, were you guys always passionate about art? Or like, did it kind of just come to you in college? Cause I know like going in, like I changed my major like two times but like I kind of knew I wanted to stay on the science side. Like, did you guys have something like that or did you like do a complete picture? if that makes sense? <laughs> yeah, I
3: was actually, I actually have a similar experience with that. My mom is super artsy. And so I've just always been artsy with her and just grown up doing artsy things, I guess you could say. But I went into school like thinking that art isn't gonna make me money. That's like what was perceived like when we were going in, like you need to pick a, a career like a degree that's gonna get you a really good job. So I went in and did like econ and accounting and all this stuff and I was like, this is not for me because <laughs> like, I'm more on the art side and I knew that I wanted to incorporate that somehow. So I found the degree arts management, which combines both. So I took business classes accounting classes, management classes, but then I also did like art history and fine art classes and stuff like that. So it was like a really good combination that I was able to find. But yeah, I did switch my, my degree like multiple times. So I, I couldn't go in and decide right away. I'm like scattered brained. I didn't know what I wanted to do yeah. really.
1: <laughs> um, in my experience, my parents knew like I was really art, like had arts running through my blood like I really always have painted and painted to a certain degree kind of well my none of my parents have like that in them so it was definitely a little odd but my grandparents on both sides are are very artistic they paint and have things that are framed in our houses so like it wasn't something that was brand new to them but they just didn't have that experience I was really lucky to have them support me in going To have like going straight into a studio art degree where you're, it's not like a business major where you're gonna, you kind of know what you're gonna do or there's a route kind of post college that can be up for debate whether that's true or not. But it's, I feel like it, it would be easier to go business and then after school you know kind of where you're gonna go. Whereas in art you were like uncertain, that's uncertain, and you're paying a lot of money to study something that's so uncertain. right? Right. Um, I knew that like, I wanted to do graphic design, but that was just kind of like because it was it could get me a job after school. So when I was looking for colleges, we were looking for graphic design programs. And Maryland has a graphic design program, but it is really, really small. Like only eight people from each year get yep. accepted. It's like a very small program. Um, so I obviously started with Studio R. It's the first two years you start just painting, drawing, whatever. And unfortunately I didn't get accepted into the graphic design program. So that's when I added on my Spanish um, double major and it has like some business aspects. It's like a Spanish double with business management. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did get some of the classes, but they were taught in Spanish, which is like super different and crazy. but I I'm, I'm, I'm fluent in Spanish already, so I kind of had a leg up. I'm actually Puerto Rican, um, so my parents are both... My mom is Cuban-Puerto Rican, and my dad's Puerto Rican, so I grew up speaking Spanish in the house and still do. Um, but they were really supportive through it all. But the one thing that they they always told me was, like, like, kind of as a benchmark, was when you graduate, you have to leave with a job. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it was hard searching for a job for sure. And I also kind of got really drained because art is my passion, but not necessarily my career. And I think that that's where I got a little messed up transitioning yeah. from high school to college because I wish I would have gone like a more business route um, because I feel like I do have like the understanding of business and starting an entrepreneur. Like I think I have an entrepreneurial spirit and starting a business would be a goal of mine in the future. So I wish I would have taken some classes like that, but I have no regrets. I learned a lot. I'm I'm passionate about art, but I definitely went into like the workforce instead of going into being an artist after school. But I'm I I'm I get super like I'm super passionate about people who want to do their art professionally. There's a lot of successful artists out there it's just a, mm-hmm. for me it was stressful yeah. it was stressful to make it my career mm-hmm. it took away the love for me yeah out of it
2: yeah i know like growing up like i've never been artistic so i guess like art was out of the question for me but it's always been really like disappointing and saddening to hear that like a lot of people like don't consider like if you deviate from like the stem like fields or like just like like econ or business like they don't consider you like like competitive in a way for the workforce and that just makes me Mm -hmm. so sad because they're talented people all over and like I think like every degree counts and that's why like sometimes like college can be so frustrating because I know even like within like Pitt like Pitt is a very like science oriented school so if you're not like pre-med I know a lot of like my friends who are pre-med like they sometimes like put down other majors and it just like makes me so like upset because it's like everyone works hard and like you said like it like in you're in college to find your passions right right so that's really just like interesting to hear like your guys point of view because like if I could do art I definitely would you know but
1: I actually was at at University of Maryland they have like a cross program with the art and engineering Mm -hmm. because I did take a class um a 3d programming class Mm -hmm. and it was so cool and engineers took that class Mm -hmm. and um it was difficult for me because I didn't I don't come from that background of programming but I learned so much and I actually made some really really cool art from that class like one of the one of the arts that I'm most proud of for sure (laughs) like it's funny to think but yeah but have speaking on that have you guys heard because I know stem is like huge like everyone talks about stem but in some of the like I don't even know if it's made it to college, pardon me, I don't really, I haven't done like my research on it, but you guys heard of STEAM, like, like the science, technology, engineering, art, and then math. And they've started kind of transitioning to STEAM instead of STEM.
3: We did that at Mm -hmm. my, my work. I
0: I think, I'm not sure how prevalent it is in college yet, Mm -hmm. but I do think it's like starting in high schools and elementary schools, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's a, it's sad because I wish it was more prevalent because it it art is such like art impacts everything just as mm-hmm. math and science impacts everything they combine
3: they work the hand light. in hand
1: definitely yeah. I wish like one thing like that I don't like about college
2: is like sometimes it's not very like interdisciplinary like it's kind of at least like at Pitt I've always felt like like, it's just like, you're, if you're in one path, like you're you're just supposed to like, conf- like just take classes in that path, unless like you're like taking random, random like general education classes. But I do wish like we had the opportunity to take more like art classes or like things that like, are beyond like your interest, just to see what you like. Right. But um, did you guys like have any classes that like really inspired you in college? Like I know you were saying about like that engineering like class that you took, but did you have any more?
1: Yeah, I actually did. Um... I actually had a boyfriend in college, um, which might have influenced, but I, I don't regret like the boyfriend I, at all. <laughs> but he was a cr- crim major, a criminology and justice major. And I took a class because I wanted to take classes with him. So I took this crim oh one God. class. <laughs> but it did branch, it branched me out of my comfort zone. And I actually really enjoyed the class that I took another one. And I didn't take it with the boyfriend that time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Took it on your own. Uh
1: Uh-huh. And I really enjoyed it.
3: Cool. I took, um, I actually took a class called Arts Management, which went into more event planning, which I really enjoyed because when, when you think of art jobs... A lot of it has to do with like museums and exhibits, which is fine, but I wasn't sure if I wanted to like stand in a museum all day for my life. (laughs) So I was like, I think event planning is like what I want to do. And so they really went into like the specifics of every single detail. And I thought that was like so cool to just learn about. But yeah.
2: Yeah, I've always like, when I was younger, um, I used to always like want to be like a wedding planner sometimes, like, like, my dream job was, like, a doctor, but then also, like, a wedding planner on the side. Just because, like, I used to, like, watch, like, these, like, shows. I, I forgot what it was called, but, like, it was just, like, about, like, it just focused on, like, event planners. And I just thought it was so cool because I'm also a very, like, detail-oriented person. I like making lists. And I was like, oh, my God, that's a perfect job. But mm-hmm. I feel like that would just be so high stress. I don't know if I could ever do that. Like That would be
3: an insane job title.
2: Yeah. Doctor slash wedding planner. One day. No, just kidding. Never I mean that would be <laughs> awesome. centers, like deserve more credit. Like they really are just out here like doing every little thing. And like it's like they do the things that like you wouldn't even think of. Like, you know, it's, like even the littlest things, like they matter. And like if they don't get it right, like the people who are there doing it for, like, can get so mad. And it's just like mm-hmm. such a weird field. Like I could so never, much.
1: Yeah. it's that's just so much work. <laughs> It no. is. I, I had a, I had a recently had a job at, at a wedding company um, and the wedding planners have some wild stories of times when people were not happy with them. Oh yeah. I mean, because I heard...
0: it,
1: you have sorry. to work, can't, sorry, no, you have to work so closely with them. And sometimes people don't put in the time and the wedding planner has to do it on themselves. And that may not be exactly what the, the couple wants or the groom or the bride?
3: Yeah, my my first job right out of college was working for a winery in Annapolis as an event planner. And that was crazy. Just like doing everything, what goes into everything. Like you, you can read and study about it, but you don't know until you're in it. And you also don't know how people are gonna react to like what you're planning and what you're throwing. So also having that customer service like, relation, I guess, is huge, too. I was like, you don't learn about that, like, how they're going to react in school. <laughs> so you have to think on your feet, too. Exactly.
2: And cool. half the time, like, I feel like it, like, the people who you're, like, ordering supplies from and stuff, like, if they, like, cancel on you, like, like you said, you just have to think on your fee and stuff. And I don't know how good I would be at that. I think I would just, like, freeze on the spot and be, like, oh, my God, everything's ruined. Like, so I don't know if I could bounce back from that. So I don't know how these people do it. <laughs> I
3: know. But for sure, high pressure. stress. hmm
0: Yeah. I know you guys touched on this earlier, but I think um, something I wanted to ask you guys is how you kind of – separate your passions from work Mm -hmm. that kind of balance because i do think that's a struggle and sometimes but also like sometimes it becomes too separate and then you don't even enjoy work anymore Mm -hmm. so i don't know if you guys have any advice on that
1: um i live it every single day because i currently work at a tech company um in cybersecurity. um so you can hear that and absolutely say that that has nothing to do with what I studied no, And Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with my passion of art. Um, it's, it's difficult like to, it's difficult to separate them, but at the same time, like it's almost easy because I work hard in my day to day job that when I'm done working at my day, my, my nine to five, I, I fall in love with my art more and more every single day. And another passion, of course, that Rachel and I have obviously embarked in this journey of podcasting, it's just another form of creativity for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and although it is kind of like, it's more work on our plates, it's something that we truly enjoy. Um, I'm passionate about it. So it, you have to make time with mm-hmm. You have to make time for something you're passionate about. And if you're craving more, just make more time and just do it for the sake of yourself and your happiness. Um, Mm -hmm. Not for, I don't really don't want to take the quote of Nike, just do it, but you really (laughs) should just do it.
3: (laughs) I feel like we have different experiences because I ended up blending my art with my job. So I've I've always thought like, if you can do something you love for a living, it's like, are you really working? Whatever that quote is, you know? But obviously I had to do stuff that wasn't super passionate about like accounting, come on. I'm not passionate about accounting, you know? But I ended up being able to blend things. So I'm a high school teacher now and I teach art to high schoolers, which is awesome. And it's something that I can do different every single day and still teach them all the art that I know. But also I'm able to come home and like do my own thing. And it's still, it's like work, but it's not overly done to where I'm just like staring at a painting, painting all day, you know, and then you just get drained from doing that. It's it's a nice blend, I guess. I don't know if that answers the question, but.
0: No, it does. I was
3: able to find a way to blend them and not overly do art
1: and i wish that like i could have done something with i could have done something similar to rachel but i do think that like with my and i still do now that i've had a break out of college and i've worked in technology companies i've worked at three now and i've had such that that experience with techie the tech background and engineers and like it's so struct, not structured it, it is but it is it. I wish that sometimes there's like that creeps inside, the thought that creeps inside my brain that says, well, maybe now like I could find myself a job that blended the two. Mm -hmm. But I don't
0: know if that will happen right now.
3: It's never too late to blend. Like if you get into a job after school and you're like, find that you're not passionate about it at all, nobody's telling you you can't change what you wanna do. And to be honest, like when you leave, like rarely people are asking you what your major is in college to be honest unless of course you're going into like doctors and that other type of field but it's more of like who you know and how you present yourself so if you want to change and you're more passionate about something else than what you're doing already you totally can
1: yeah and i would say like i wish i knew the percentage but there's like a certain percentage of people who graduate from college with a degree that they're not using in their post postgraduate professional career Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of people like I'm even like I talk about it sometimes like you can oh like Rachel says I'm seconding I'm seconding her thought you can always make a switch it's never Mm -hmm. too late yeah we talk a lot
0: sorry (laughs) (laughs) you guys are being like this is really helpful to hear like honestly because cool I feel like, um, again, we touched on this earlier, but like school is so important. And up till this point in my life, I've only ever done school. Like obviously I've had jobs and whatnot, but like, you know, it's been education my entire life. And then I'll go to law school. So that's another three years. But then like after that, It's like, it just seems so far away and so foreign to me. Um, And in school, I feel like it's a lot, not easier, but it makes, because you have like extracurricular activities, student organizations, all this kind of stuff that you can find passions in, like even if your major specifically isn't like exactly what you want to do or like exactly your passion then you can still find a balance because of these other things. But once you get out of school, I don't know, I just feel like there's not, like you have to find it yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's For sure.
0: scary. You do, you know?
1: you do, and it'll, it's difficult. It, uh, I started working nine to five second week out after graduating, oh my God. second week. And a lot of people take like two to three months And they start in the fall or something like that. But they had that summer. But our parents
3: were both like, you need a job right after school.
1: Yeah, because like, (laughs) yeah, you they just I always had summer jobs. And my parents always wanted me to to have that summer job. But I don't know what it was. I think my mom also had a job like this day after graduation. She had that job, you know, Um, so she wanted to instill the same thing in me. But it definitely is. A transition, and it's hard mm-hmm. because you're you. Once you're done, once it hits five o'clock, you're like, I'm drained. I'm tired. I have no time for anything else. You think
0: <laughs> until
1: no. you've hit like until there's like a breaking point where you're like, I. I th- my job is my job. I understand it, but I need to make, to make time for, for for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead. I'm
3: gonna totally switch it up too from jobs but like um because you know it's not all about jobs in life but in college you like you said there's extracurricular activities whether that be like another academic path or like frisbee or some some club with your friends you know and definitely take advantage of everything that you can do to meet people in college because when you get out of college and you have a job, hopefully you have a job with people that are like around your age, so you can meet more people and have more friends. But it's really hard to meet new people after college. Like I work, I'm a teacher, and the other teachers I work with are like 40 plus. I'm not gonna like go hang out with them on the weekend, you know what I mean? So it's when you can go, like if your friend invites you to go to play, like I don't know, pick up soccer or something, just go and like stand on the sideline if you don't wanna play. Like, get as involved and meet as many people as you can now because connections are everything and you'll just have more friends when you are when you leave.
1: Yeah, connections are seriously how you get jobs. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you the amount of jobs I've applied to and have not heard anything. Like, 50 mm-hmm. plus every single time I'm searching for a new job, 50 plus for sure. 50 is the minimum jobs I've applied to. And I... I only have heard, well, that's not true, but the ones that have been the most successful in me getting in the door for the interview have been the ones that I have a connection with, like whether it be a person in the position that I want or even in the company, they put in the good word and you get in for an interview because people want to know who you are. Sometimes a resume can't tell that story.
3: Yeah. And a hundred percent, don't be afraid. I I was nervous to do this before, but if you know anybody, even if you've only met them once, but like your friends on Instagram or Facebook or something, and you know, they know somebody that does something you want to do, reach out to them like immediately and be like, Hey, I know that your aunt works at this company and I've been so interested in working there. Like, could you connect us? It's not weird it's
1: normal. Yeah. And (laughs) it's not like you asking for the job. You're just asking for time really. And if you carve out that time to even ask that person for a chance, they're going to listen, even if it's for the five minutes. And hopefully that will give you them enough like inspiration or like they like you and they'll give you a good word to wherever you want to go.
3: Yeah, also your friends' parents, like if you talk about your mm-hmm. career path in front of your friends' parents. I know my parents have done this for Carolina, but they're like, "Yeah." oh, I actually know somebody like who works in this business. Let me just reach out to them and then let me see if they know people too. Because like they're they're the best. You're friends with their kids. Like obviously they're going to put on a good word, you know? So mm-hmm. that's good. That's a good connection.
1: And I I don't mean to like go back, but I also agree with the point with like, re- yeah, as Like, do as many activities, meet as many people, because at first I I wasn't at a company with people my age. And everyone moves away or goes somewhere else after college, depending on the experiences that you have. In our case, Rachel's and I's case, um, we moved back to our hometowns and not many people came back with us. It was just really us two. So my first job was with 40 plus people. Minus a really good friend of mine that I got from the job, but it was just one one friend. And then I only also had Rachel. But yeah, the more people you have and like to surround yourself post job, like we always say we would have moved, we wish we would have been able to move to Arlington or Baltimore because mm-hmm. it's a community of people your age. And it, it depends on your situation, but definitely take advantage and meet as many people as you can. Go mm-hmm. do that pickup soccer game
2: yeah um going off of that so i know you guys are like mentioning like your social life after like college and like working and stuff um do you guys like still talk to some of your college friends or like is it harder to keep in contact because i know like for me like everyone always says like you found your people in college and i do think that's true but like i also agree with the fact that like you don't have to just limit limit it to that like i feel like a lot of your friends like come on come like later in your life as well so would you guys say that's true?
3: Yeah, so a lot of my friends moved to Richmond after college since we were, my college was 20 minutes away. So they all just moved into that city. It's also easier to get a job where you go to school. So everybody just moved there. I do have like a handful of friends that I stay in contact with. And if I wanna go visit or go back to like a football game and tailgate with my friends, I stay with them. So obviously I keep my, my close friends. You'll find out like, Who was a friend and who was like your best friend from college you know just from staying connected and checking in which definitely takes effort to reach out which sounds crazy because it's just a text but you get busy and lost in different things um so it definitely does take effort to stay in contact with them but they're your friends you've been you went through so many life experiences in college and you did that with those people so you're gonna have them forever um but caroline and i became Close friends after college. So we weren't friends through college. So that's like an example, I guess, that we became super, super close after our college experience.
1: Yeah, we met each other in eighth grade. So mm-hmm. that's like always keep an open heart because you'll never know who will be there for Circle you. Back. Like mm-hmm. again later, who you might have known before. Um, it's definitely effort. It's, it might 100%. be a couple, it might not be the same connection that you have in college where it's like every day you're with the same people or you can just walk to their apartment. Where It's so easy in college. It's so almost easy. too easy. Yes. <laughs> but it, it, you just have, it might be a couple weeks, but just send that text when you're thinking of it, them. Like, hey, mm-hmm. how are you doing? How's the work week? How, how are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah. Because that will show them that you care and that you still want them in your life. Um, Definitely, like, after a couple of months, like, plan
3: a weekend trip. I don't know where your friends live, but it's, like, two and a half hours away for me to get to Richmond. So, like I said, I'll go down for tailgates for football games, like, homecoming and stuff. But I'll plan, like, a long weekend that I can stay and, like, whether I stay with one friend or I hop around different places places like it's just good to be back again with the same people but obviously keep those connections you know
1: yeah definitely keep the connections yeah you should definitely go to homecoming after you graduate people might some people think it's like you're an alumni (laughs) lame but like no it's almost more fun (laughs) it's fun it's more fun
3: because you're gonna look at the people that you are right now and be like oh my god they have no idea what's coming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. So sweet and innocent. <laughs> hey, would you guys say you guys like went to pretty big football schools? Cause I know Pitt is like, we're D1, but in my opinion, our football team is not that great, so. Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Have you seen Maryland's football team? <laughs> oh yeah, true, they, Maryland's football team? Yeah. <laughs> no one went basketball. to those, no one went to those football games. They still don't it's but so you guys, you had a big tailgate scene though. We have a huge tailgate scene but like we struggle with attending the football games at Maryland which is why like they make you know we're a little better in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they make basketball season a lottery so that you can get a ticket and the lottery you have a higher lottery number. I don't know if that makes sense. You have a better chance of getting tickets to basketball games if you attend the football games. Wow. The, they have to like The, the cheat, your... the cheat to that is that you just walk in and then you walk right back out. <laughs> that's so that's sad. sad. I'm just kidding. Watch a game.
3: <laughs> you guys do that too?
1: Yeah. Pitt has a
2: lottery system. i okay. So I love basketball, but I've actually never been to a Pitt basketball game. Just cause like, okay, so our like gym or like where the games are held, it's kind of like up a hill and it's kind of far away. So I just like hate like walking up there and the transportation <laughs> kind of sucks too. Cause all the yeah. are, like during the winter time and like during the winter time, like the buses, or, like the schedules are just so off. So it's like, it's just like so annoying to go up there.
3: But I do want to- You definitely have to find time to go though.
2: I know. I know.
3: Definitely I- go once. It's an experience for sure. Definitely. Being around all those boys and being like, woo! <laughs> You're like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> Wait, crazy. Rachel has like a different experience, but kind of the same. Um, How, how long does it take you to get to like your class from your dormitory or your apartment or wherever you live?
0: It takes us, I think, I walk and it takes us, like 20 to 30 minutes.
1: Yeah, so that was my situation too. And I was telling her about those like days where it was really hot and you would like walk those 30 minutes up um I was in a sorority um at Maryland and we lived on I lived in the house on sorority row which was like the bottom of campus and it was a hill to get towards like even the main part of campus or even from our freshman dorm to our main camp our class buildings it was also uphill so like wherever you came from you I felt like just like working out to get to class, and get to class, you're drenched, you're like, uh. you're like, why am I even here?
3: Yeah, my from my campus from one end to the other is about like a 10 minute walk. So it's very small. But that <laughs> didn't stop me from not walking places, you know? <laughs> like I'm not going there. <laughs> but I, yeah.
0: All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um yeah, I know that I think she and I are lucky because our apartment is technically uphill. Um, I think it's not really a hill to get to our apartment.
2: Freshman year I really took for granted because literally to my classes it only took me five, ten minutes and like sophomore year like since I lived off campus our apartment is like a good like 20 minutes away. I made the walk at 10 just because I always woke up late and I walked so <laughs> fast.
3: But, you cut ten but- minutes off of that?
2: Yeah, I literally but let me tell you, I was one of those people, like, you know the people who walk really fast and accidentally like are on the tails of like behind like the other people? That was yeah. me. Like there's so many people that like <laughs> out of my way and I feel so bad. But like at the same time, I'm just like, I can't apologize right now because I need to go to class.
3: <laughs> yeah, I actually have a story about that. I was freshman year. Freshman year, I was scared to miss class, right? That changed after the years went by. But I woke up and I was like it was an 8 a.m. class which sucks don't take unless you love that which you guys have already probably been through but I looked at my clock and I was like I'm not going today I'm not doing it and then like my alarm went off again and I got more nervous and more nervous and like the last second I was like oh, I'm gonna go and so I got out of bed threw on like a sweatshirt and was had my backpack and I was like running <laughs> across campus. And later I saw my friend and they were like, Rachel, we saw you running to class. Don't ever do it, just skip. <laughs> it's so embarrassing.
2: I was like, I was scared. I was so bad whenever I walked Like I'm usually not that bad. I kind of just like stay on my own side. But I do remember one time, like I was like wearing my headphones and I was looking down and I wasn't paying attention. And I also like almost bumped into this girl and turns out we were going to the same class and like we saw each other in resolution. It was so awkward and I was like, I just wanna cry, it's fine. That's
1: hilarious. You probably bumped into me because I'm the world's slowest walker. Like I don't even care if I'm gonna be late, but I'm not gonna run walk fast. I hate walking fast. I would rather run than walk
3: fast. <laughs> My classes were like so small. If you walked in late, everyone would be like, oh, there's that girl, she's late.
0: Yeah, like lectures. In class late. I refuse to do it. If I'm even like, if I'm going to be two minutes late, I'd rather just skip the entire class than go in late because I Honestly,
3: cannot. yeah. I'm too, it's like anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so I'm So bad. You.
1: Mm. I, do, I did not care. <laughs> I, 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 I have anxiety, but not about those kind of things. Carolina
3: I will log in like 15 minutes late with like a bag of chips.
1: Hey guys, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> you started? <Yes>. My bad. <laughs> yes, that is me. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize to all my professors that I had. <laughs> Wait, Carolina, what sorority were you in? I was in Tridelts. Try Delta. Okay, I'm in 80 Pie. Oh, yeah. yes. I. The, how do you like sorority life? We had 80 Pie at Maryland
2: too. Really? Yeah, my cousin was telling me because I think she was thinking about rushing. She decided not to go through with it, but I'm trying to convince her to do it this year if it happens. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. It's a really nice way to meet people, and that's why I like joined. And like, I really love all my friends and stuff. So, but like at Pitt, it's weird because like we actually don't have houses. So, we have this, like, building that, like, each floor, like, there's, like, 10 floors because there's, like, um I think 11 sororities or 12. I don't exactly remember, but, like, most of them live in the suite, and each sorority has a floor. So, it's kind of just, like, there are, like, a certain number of rooms in each floor, and people can live there. But we don't have houses because, like, Pennsylvania has this weird
1: rule about- The hostel rule
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's- or is it not hostel? No, I'm sorry. The word isn't hostel. Brothel? A brothel.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: close you were
1: close <laughs> oh yeah. yeah Maryland doesn't have that role but I know that Pennsylvania does yeah it's
0: annoying and it's, mm-hmm. it's weird
1: but we I think we had like I always say this number and it sounds crazy large but I think our house held 61 girls you're
3: oh. lying I don't I don't believe her
1: <laughs> you might have to cut that out. I might have to double 61? check. That.
3: No, okay, leave, that I, in. leave that in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I lived in a, um, my sophomore. I rushed as a sophomore. And as a junior, so I lived dorm life fresh, freshman year, apartment life second year, and I lived in the sorority house junior and senior year. And I also enjoyed my sorority life experience. I met so many good people and... Like, just, like, the community and the philanthropic aspect as well is just spectacular. Mm -hmm. I don't, I loved it. Um, But my junior year, I lived, because I was, like, the last of the people to pick the rooms because I was, like, the newest pledge class. Um, I ended up in a room with five girls. Mm -hmm. I was the fifth. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a pretty big room, but yeah. We, we were in the five, what we called the five man.
3: I feel like no room is big enough for five girls. Five? That's
1: a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Five girls. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Did you like the
2: experience? Mm-hmm. Like, would you, like, do it again or, like, no?
1: <laughs> I did. I-, I wouldn't have changed it. Um, It's definitely not ideal. Like, there's definitely other scenarios where I would prefer to be in, but... The bond I have with those girls is ne- something that we'll never be able to replace.
0: Cool. Um, <laughs>
1: have you taken your LSAT?
0: Um, I have. I actually took it um, last week. So not this past Tuesday, but the Tuesday before that. Uh, um, I'm very I stressed. Have you relaxing?
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, I'm done. My brain's mush.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, in that way I have been relaxing because I haven't done anything productive, but I've, I'm stressed out because I just wanna know my score, like okay. now. When do you hear? Um, next Friday. Oh
1: my <gasps> gosh, it's exciting. Oh my God. You're my, gonna be fine. Yeah, you're gonna come out great. My, <laughs> my cousin is in law school in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I don't know the name. I should know it, but I don't, but she studied, she actually went to the, she worked professionally um, for the mayor of New York, and then she decided she wanted to do law after, like, five years, Um, so she's, like, 26, 27 in her second year of school now,
0: schooling, yeah, for law school, a lot of people tend to, like, take years off to work and then go, so I don't know, I'm, Right now I'm planning to go straight to school. Because I'm scared that if I don't I will lose my motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um I'm trying to think of any if I have any questions for y'all. Um what are you guys doing now with COVID? How's school? Oh yeah, how's that been?
0: Um, we're actually not sure how well f- school ended um <laughs> two months ago now. One month ago. Oh, yeah yeah about a month ago exactly actually um because we get out kind of early but we're still not sure what exactly is happening in the fall I think they're supposed to tell us soon yesterday we got an email that in the fall campus will be open but that was all they said like it was it was quite vague Mm -hmm. they didn't tell us like If we're actually going to get to go back or if it's just like research labs that are open and students can't come. I don't know. It's very.
3: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, I'm still a little bit iffy on what's going on. I know a lot of people are like, we're going back for sure. But I don't want to get my hopes up because I'm, you know, I would be crushed if, you know, a lot of people lost their senior years. And (laughs) I'm that's going to happen to me, too.
2: Yeah it's really rough because like you never know what's going on. I feel really bad for like the seniors who graduated with like like online because like you work so hard for like four years or however many years you're in college and like you're not even getting to walk across that stage. Like I really hope that we do reopen but like I don't know what they're going to do to like minimize like the risk of exposure because you know like if we go back like people are just going to hang out with each other and like social distancing, like, won't be a thing anymore, but I know, like, for a thing, like, they might, like, be making, um, like, people who have to take labs and stuff, and, like, nursing students who have to do their clinicals, like, they can go do their stuff, but, like, the rest of classes would be online, or, like, something like that, because I know, like, for the big lectures, like, I don't know, like, business or, like, science lectures that have, like, over 100 people, I definitely don't think they're
1: gonna, like, make us come to lecture.
3: No, I mean... That could, could be, be easily done online, too. Yeah,
1: there are so many online programs nowadays that that they got that nailed. There's yeah, so many, many online like, programs.
3: It's more of, like, the college aspect of, like, living on campus with, like... Or, or, or off hand. campus, but, like, in your apartment with your friends.
1: Or yeah. those hands-on classes that you need to do clinical or right. laboratories. Yeah. Right. Really- Currently, um, my work, my office, is closed uh, at least until August 1st. Mm-hmm. So we were working from home entirely, which has changed the game entirely for the workforce.
3: Yeah, my school went um, online during spring break, which was March. Wait, April? No, March, March. Um, and that's been tricky. Our seniors actually graduated today. I was watching it before... I hopped on here, but they were like waving in the screen. They're all sad, but we're doing like a drive-by diploma thing on Monday for them, so.
2: Yeah, yeah I know they want in the school in Pennsylvania. I saw this on Facebook, but I think they did like their graduation in a parking lot, but like they were all six feet apart and the families could see in the cars. I thought that was kind of cute. Uh, yeah, I
3: don't know how it's gonna work. We're supposed to be like every other car is like faculty and family or something. So we were in between and we can cheer them on. But I'm just gonna drive there and show up and go where they tell me. But I'm like also like get anxiety about coronavirus, so I'm like, I don't come near me. But I'll cheer from you from far.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, have, yeah. Ha, I, have you also seen the? Where? Um, obviously, we're in Annapolis, so the Naval Academy is right here, mm-hmm. um, and the Naval Academy also had a graduation socially distant, so um, they're all six feet apart and the last graduation which i'm not sure who was chosen to be at that graduation but they actually had a flyover um where like these jets flew over in like this formation and it was just like so like i got the chills watching that video because like yeah, you guys look it's out. just yeah um the naval really academy funny. um instagram show has a video of it it's it's gorgeous it's mm-hmm. just cr- crazy how first like everything has changed because of covid and how it's impacting like so many important monumental steps in your life just wild but it
3: is cool how like we're being able to respond to it and <laughs> try to figure out like different ways to still make things as normal i guess as possible
1: that would
2: yeah without something normal science and like all of that combined like i don't think we would have like survived there's like a lot of people i feel like there's so many people who are suffering from this pandemic, but I know that there are also a lot of people who are fortunate. Like I'm fortunate enough to like stay at home and like not have to worry, but like, mm-hmm. this, like these like lives are like adversely affected. I feel so bad for them. I hope it yeah. ends. I don't like, I hope that like they find a vaccine or something because like
1: it's scary. Yeah, yeah we gotta get on it. <laughs> I <have laughs> to find a cure or vaccine sometime soon. Cause it's just like, it's crazy. Yeah, I was reading
2: an article the other day, and I think it was, like, this, like, reporter or something was saying how, like, you can't think of the world, like, how it was anymore, like, because it's, like, it's always going to be pre-COVID and post-COVID, and I just thought that was really wild, that, like, really changed my perspective on things, but was is, crazy.
1: That's actually, I, I didn't read that. I haven't read it like that, like put it into those kind of terms and that's Mm -hmm. wild to think about for sure.
3: But it's true because things are just gonna change. People are gonna realize they can work online. They don't have to go in. So it's gonna change, but.
1: It's definitely changing the workforce because there is like a generational difference, of course, with like our parents and the older generation don't think like you can be productive online if they can't see you working, they do not think you're working. Mm -hmm. But in our case, our teams have been more productive during this time of work from home than they were in office. Right, yeah. And it's just like insane. Like, trust in us because we're actually like very productive over here, okay? (laughs) Millennials millennials aren't as bad as you think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stacy <laughs> sorry if you know have a friend named stacy i mean or karen.
0: <laughs> karen so yeah
2: i
1: think that's all we have for you guys unless you guys like have any questions for anything.
2: um
3: <laughs> no that was a great that was great talk
1: i <laughs> think like that's like the most like Come, like inspirational, Rachel and I have been <laughs> in a while.
3: If we, I don't even know if we were inspirational, but we, we were informative were. for sure,
1: and we yeah. definitely passed along some wisdom. Yeah, today, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like you guys, made me feel
2: better about like going into the workforce after graduating and stuff. Because like, like Roshni said, it's such a foreign concept to think that like I'm going to be graduating in like two years and like. I just don't like the concept that I'm getting older. So.
3: Mhm. Yeah, I'm the same way. The journey's
2: fine.
1: Everybody yeah. goes
3: through the same stuff, so that's just what you have to think about. You're not the only one. But Yeah.
1: I'm just. Awesome. We're just realizing we're 25 and like really old. So <laughs> just cherish, cherish the moments you have as young 25. We're not really <laughs> old. <It's>
3: crazy. <laughs>
1: Feels so like, like we're fifty on here.
3: Jeez, don't age us too much. <laughs>
1: but, yeah. but thanks,
3: thanks for having us on here, guys.
1: Absolutely, so we, we had such a good time.
0: Uh, thank you guys for chatting with us. It was awesome, and yeah, it was really informative and helpful for both of us. I think, and for whoever will listen to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah so- and it was great to meet you guys for the first time as well.
3: I know this has been so good. You guys are so nice.
2: Thank you guys too. Also, I just want to say I love your Instagram feed. It's so aesthetic and like your food that you post is so good. Like I literally just look at it and I'm like, oh
1: my god. <laughs> oh that, thank you. That is all Rachel. Rachel loves a good photo of her food and yeah, her I'm a fo- big foodie. Phone eats first for her. <laughs> mm-hmm sad <laughs> thank, sometimes but thank thank you so much like that's so nice rachel does a lot of the instagram i give her so much credit for that How oh, stop